0: Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck Today Check podcast. Today, we are going to be talking all about Poshmark and if becoming a Poshmark ambassador is worth it or not. Let's talk first about what a Poshmark ambassador even is. If you're not familiar with the platform or if you're new to reselling, you might not know. So basically what an ambassador is, is a role model in the Poshmark community. You get a badge, this little icon badge that goes in your closet so people can identify that you are an ambassador. And um, it also goes on your about page. So there are a couple of different things that you have to do to reach ambassador status. And Poshmark says that you also get some benefits to being an ambassador for reaching those goals. And we're going to talk all about that in the episode. And then we're going to give you guys our opinions on whether
1: we think it's worth it to hit this status or not. If you have been following along on the podcast, I mainly sold on eBay last year. And then thanks to Ashley finally kicking me in the behind to get on Poshmark, I am finally on Poshmark. Uh, I used the cross-listing service List Perfectly. I started cross-posting them from List Perfectly to Poshmark. So now I've been selling on Poshmark for a couple months. When I first started on Posh... I definitely wanted to reach that posh ambassador status because in my eyes, I was comparing it to eBay and being a top rated seller. And I knew that it had really good benefits if you reached that on eBay. So when I was looking into being a posh ambassador, I have to start with level one, which Poshmark wants you to do 5,000 community shares, So what that is, is going into the community and sharing other people's closets to your followers. 5,000 self-shares, you would then need to share your items. So at least 5,000 there. Share 50 new poshers' items. So anyone who is a new Poshmark seller, they want you to support them and to share at least 50 new items from those closets. You have to list at least 50 items. Sell more than 15 items. And keep a seller rating above 4.5 stars. Ship in under three days. So the last thing you have to do is leave a love note to another posher, which is just leaving feedback for somebody that's purchased an item. So you would have to purchase an item from another Poshmark seller
0: and then leave them a love note on that sale. It's basically reviewing how the transaction went.
1: So all of those, once you reach those metrics, which I'm at 99% right now because I haven't done all of the community shares, I think we have another 250 to go and then we should unlock being a a level one Poshmark ambassador. So according to Poshmark, because I was looking into this as to why I should even bother being on the platform and sharing and meeting all these metrics, but according to Poshmark, there are benefits of being a Posh ambassador. So the first thing is you'll be featured on the Find People page for new users. You'll get early access to Posh Best tickets, access to Posh Insider, a monthly newsletter with tips on growing on Posh and new features, opportunity to join Posh Affiliate, which is receive credits and Posh branded merch for completing campaigns, connect with other Poshers through hosting events like Posh and Coffee or Posh and Sip, co-host parties, so more people can see your closet and then you can become a closet consultant, campus rep, and or posh best speaker to share your experience using Poshmark or mentor others. So how long does it take to be a posh ambassador? And this would really vary because there's so many metrics that you have to reach. I am doing it within probably two and a half months. My main reason why I am going to reach it so quickly is because I am not the one sharing those items. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it just really depends on how quickly you can reach those metrics and then unlock being a posh one ambassador. So I'm going to let Ashley cover this next one because we really want to share like our thoughts on have we seen it being a benefit by being a posh ambassador? And then we want to talk about our thoughts on whether it is worth it or not. When
0: Liz put some of the notes together for the episode and what the benefits are in becoming an ambassador on Poshmark, and this is from an article that's on Poshmark, I have never heard of a closet consultant, campus rep, or anything like that. Um, I have been a party host multiple times and it's supposed to bring more traffic into your closet because people will want you to share their items to the party. I have done that. I think I've done it three or four times over the years and all it has really resulted in for me anyways, this is my own personal experience is a bunch of people commenting A crazy amount of emojis and hearts and all kinds of stuff on all of my listings trying to get my attention. So I will share their listings to the party. It has resulted in zero sales as you know, being a, um, a party host and I would have to go through and either relist those items after the party because there's all these like crazy spammy kind of comments underneath them or flag them, which I don't really love to do because I feel like it just is kind of a negative action. Um, so I just try to relist my items and get rid of all those comments, but that's just like my own personal, uh, thoughts and opinions on that. Um, like I said, I've never heard of a closet consultant before. I've never heard of anyone becoming one of those. I'm not sure if it's something that they're still doing or not. Um, I've been on Poshmark since I think 2017 or so. Um, and I've been an ambassador on there, the level one ambassador for like, since, I don't know, a couple months in, I was really, really excited to hit that. I thought like, what's, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Like, it, it seems like a positive thing. Uh, I was getting all kinds of sales. And then actually when I hit ambassador status, like the sales sort of slowed down a little bit for me. Looking at other people's um, experiences in Facebook groups and on Instagram and stuff, asking around about it, other people experienced the same thing. Whether that's true or not, I'm I'm not sure. Again, this is just my own personal experience with it. So last year, I believe it was, Poshmark rolled out the Ambassador 2 program, and this was supposed to have more benefits and more features, and it was supposed to be this great thing, and they were listening to us um, and what we wanted from from them. And they gave us a certain amount of time to hit those metrics again, and people were complaining that it wasn't enough time, and the metrics were too hard to hit. So all of a sudden, they just need – Everyone, it seemed like an ambassador two, as long as they had reached ambassador one status, they didn't even have to really hit the ambassador two metrics. They just gave you the icon and the benefits. So it's kind of like a, you know, trophy for everybody, no matter how (laughs) bad you played. We hadn't really seen any benefits from ambassador one. I've seen zero benefits from ambassador two status. It would be great if there were more tangible benefits, I feel like. So if, for some reason, someone from Poshmark ends up listening to this. We would love some like actual benefits, like make the metrics a little challenging, you know, like you can't give the status to everyone. If they didn't hit it, they didn't hit it. Like better luck next time, guys, you know, like keep working at it. You don't want to just give it to everyone because it, then it, it means nothing. It just doesn't mean anything. If you give us different features and benefits to being an ambassador, that would be amazing, like lower fees or different shipping options options or different parties or like literally anything would be great. That's what I have to say about it. Um, Not like a huge promoter of the ambassador program. I think personally, it's a way, another way. You guys have all heard my thoughts and my feelings on the whole sharing thing with Poshmark. And listen, I don't mean to beat up Poshmark. I love the platform. It's where I started and I've made a lot of money on there. I've met a lot of great people on there. Some of the things that they do are just a little out there. And maybe now that I think it's neighbor owns the company um, as of like this week, it's the uh, January 10th right now. I think they just took control over the company recently, like in the last couple of days or so. Maybe now we will see some of these changes now that someone else is stepping in. I think that it is a way for us to, or a way for them to keep us on the platform for longer, trying to get us to stay on there, to hit these metrics that don't really mean anything anyways for a status that doesn't really mean
1: anything. I think I was a little disappointed when I did kind of read the benefits of it, because it, I'll be honest, I use Posture BA only because I don't have enough time to be sharing everyone's closet and to do everything that they want you to do. That is so time consuming. Like I'm against kind of not forcing, but like you have no other choice if you want to reach those metrics to be sitting there watching TV at night and then sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing. And I feel like when you're doing that, it almost becomes robotic. You're just doing it because you need to do it so you can meet those metrics. And I think that kind of defeats the purpose of why you should be sharing other people's things. Maybe you have a closet that is all golf attire, which is kind of how ours is. We have a lot of golf stuff. So I would prefer to go in and share other people's golf items to my followers because I know those people who are following us might be interested in those particular items. So I just, I don't like the idea of you having to do all that because it's just, to me, it's so tedious. And what is it really doing besides keeping people on the platform? I'm not on there to buy. Like I I literally do not buy anything unless it's a specific item that I can't find anywhere else. I'll look to see if that item is on Poshmark. Yes. I'm, just not a, I'm not a Poshmark buyer. eBay is usually my go-to or Amazon. Um, So I don't feel like it's keeping me on the app to buy. It's just keeping me on the app so I can meet those metrics. Right. And that gives them
0: good metrics as well. It shows, you know, now that this company is purchasing, um, you know, Poshmark, basically, it shows that their users spend an average amount of time on their platform. And the average is higher because... They're forcing us to stay on that platform because of sharing and sharing other people's items and sharing our own items. And it looks really good for them. That's why they're doing it. And you mentioned something before, uh, you know, sharing other golf items to your followers. And that's like a really great thought. And that makes a lot of sense, but like no one shops off their newsfeed. So when I'm sharing other people's items or sharing, like when you share other people's items, it goes, it'll Show up in your followers' news feeds, but no one shops off of the news feed. And even Poshmark has said that before. The way that users shop off their platform is by using the search and then the filter uh, tools alongside, you know, filtering by size and color and fit and whatever. No one shops off the news feed. Who has that kind of time to just sit there and scroll through hundreds of thousands of random items? You know, and they log you with, um, they load you with. A certain amount of followers when you first join the platform, you have no say over that. You can unfollow them if you want, but most people don't really realize. I think it's like 128 or 148 followers that you get or that will follow you automatically uh, when you first join the platform. So if you're trying to curate your experience on Poshmark, it's really, really difficult to do that. A lot of it just doesn't make sense. And we're, it's a, like I said, it's a great platform. It's given me a great, start into reselling uh, when I started on there years ago, but there's just some things that they could really do a lot better that would benefit their uh, buyers and their sellers.
1: So in the end, I would say do not stress about trying to, if you just are starting on Poshmark, don't stress about having to meet these metrics, to be a Posh ambassador. I think it's more important that you're listing items because if you keep listing items And definitely sharing your own items so then they show up higher in the feed. I think that is more important than stressing out, feeling like you have to hit that metric just so you get that badge. I don't have that badge and people are still buying from me. So I think what's more important is good photos, good description, make sure everything's accurate when you're listing something. Being a posh ambassador is great because you do get that title, but in the end, I don't think it's going to affect our business one bit.
0: All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast.
1: Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that daycheck.